You're listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Mazzelli, where you'll discover more about writing, publishing, building your author brand, and selling your book. Now, here's your hosts, Chris and Gina. Hi, and welcome to the Writing Momentum Podcast. My name is Gina Maselli, and I'm here with my husband, Christopher Maselli. Hello, welcome. I'm doing well. I'm excited today. We're doing a Q&A, which is not something we've done in a little while, but I think this is going to be good. Yeah, and not only are we doing a Q&A, we're doing a Q&A about a subject that is near and dear to our heart, and especially <laughs> to Chris's heart. So we're going to talk about email for authors. Yes, email for authors. Do we need emails? What's the best email service and how can I get into a rhythm of sending emails? That's what we're going to talk about today are those three things. And this is, it is, it's, it's, it's near to my heart because we have gotten in a rhythm ourselves of sending emails over the past couple of years. And it's really revolutionized a lot of the things we do in our business because as an author, you are a business, right? And it's revolutionized a little bit about the things we do because when you have an email service, and you have emails that you send out on a regular basis, like a newsletter or something like that, you start to build relationships. So we'll get all into that in just a minute. Let me ask the first question of why, why do you need a special email service? What is the benefit? Because I think if I'm, a, if I'm a solopreneur, I'm an yeah. author, and I don't have a lot of people on my list, why is it that I might need, why can't I just use Gmail? Why can't I just use iCloud? Why can't I just use these services that I use for my personal account? Why do I need something else? Yeah. Okay. So the reason you want to use a service instead of just your own email is because, first of all, you're giving away your personal email if you use your own email, right? But also, as you start to build your list and you get more people interested in what you're doing and you start adding their names and emails, you could end up having a thousand people, 2000 people, 5000 people on that list. And you can't send to that many people through something like iCloud or Gmail. Plus, you need to have ways that people can subscribe and unsubscribe in order to stay legal. Yeah, as having an email service is a thing that helps make it to where you're able to reach people in the way businesses do. You know how when you sign up for a Kohl's email list, they're sending you coupons all the time and you have the ability to unsubscribe. You need to be able to do that with your email list. So you can't just send it through Gmail or through something like that because eventually it's going to become unmanageable. And you don't want to have that all mixed up in, in with your personal email. But the good news is that when you subscribe to one of these services, they handle all of that for you. And it's so much more manageable than using your personal email. You're going to fall in love with using it because it's really very easy. And I think it's the difference between buying, say you go to a flea market and you buy a fruits and vegetables from an individual vendor there. You're buying something, grown these things in their own backyard. And then, But then there are times when you don't want to just deal with on that small level, you need something bigger. And so you go to a grocery store or you go to someplace like Costco or Sam's Club or something like that. And then if you even get bigger than that, you might go to a retail wholesaler. Yeah. So there are different needs along the path that you have. And the thing is that these email providers that specialize in email services for companies and for businesses, they offer more perks and whistles and functionality that you wouldn't get from just a small 
email service. Yeah. So the functionality is a big deal because once you get into this, you start to realize there's things that you want to do. For instance, you might say, I want to write an email today, but have it go out in two days from now. Now you can't do that very easily with just your local regular email, right? It's you can do it with some of them, but not very easily. It's certainly not to large groups of people, but with an email service, you can absolutely do that. Or let's say you want to have it where someone, when someone first connects with you, you send them a series of three emails. We like to call that a welcome sequence. And so maybe one email says, Hey, thanks for connecting. I'll be writing to you regularly. I'm so glad we're connected. And the next one might be, hey, here's who I am. I just want to introduce you to myself. And the third one might be, hey, I wanted to show you some of the things I've written. I mean, here's links to get your best deal on them. So those are three emails you'd want to send out. You don't want to have to do that manually. You want that to be automated. And they call those automations when you do that. And so that's why you need, again, an email service. Let's not lose the perspective of the whole reason you want to do this is because you're trying to build relationships with people who are out there, right? Who are in the world that you're wanting to reach. Because marketing, you've heard us say this many times on this podcast, marketing is about relationships. It's about building relationships. And you need to be able to deliver things to your audience. And you can do that through emails, through email marketing. And you need to build your list, build up the amount of people that you have on that list. Because if someone has raised their hand and said, hey, I really what you're doing, I'm gonna give you my email then that means that is your perfect customer, if you will, right? That's the perfect person to connect to because they're automatically interested in what you're doing. You don't have to put ads out on the internet. You don't have to buy billboards or go to a local store and try to get your book on the shelves. All you have to do is email that person and let them know you have a new and they're ready to buy, right? Because they raise their head and said, and I'm interested. So it's very important to do that. And we have heard from authors who will say, their email list is their primary source for marketing their book. People talk about marketing their book and, and there's all these different people that'll teach you how to market your book and get it on different things. And you're trying to get on different podcasts and you're trying to get your book. You're buying ads on Amazon and you're buying ads on Facebook and you're doing all of this stuff. But there are authors who will say, I know that when I come out with a book, that my list is going to make that book profitable for me right out of the gate. And that is, tell me that is not a superpower. That is right. a superpower <laughs> for an author to already have identified your, your audience, identify your readers. We've talked about that before too, how important it is to identify your readers mm. and you're able to get what they want directly to them without relying on all these other services. And this is something that you can do now before you even have your next book mm -hmm. finished. You don't even have a book yet. You can do this now before you have that book published. You can start building your email list. You can start establishing relationships with other people so that when it comes out, you've got people who are already said they're interested in what you're doing to let them know about your book. So we always encourage, hey, if you're working on a book, start your email list today, right? Start working on this today. Start building those relationships today because that is your best low-hanging fruit, right? That you can go ahead and let know about your book so that when you launch, you've got buyers. Yes. And okay. And so let's be real. Yeah. 
the first people who are going to be on your list are going to be friends and family. Friends and family. Your mom <laughs> is going to be one of the first people on your list. And that yeah. is okay. That is okay. Just be thankful for those people. Even if you're thinking, okay, I write supernatural, paranormal, whatever fiction, fantasy fiction. My mom is not going to be the one reading it. But those people who already love you and already know you may be the ones who are passing your email and your newsletter along to others who then would be your audience. Don't despise small beginnings. We all have friends, family, and loved ones who are on our newsletters, who are on our email lists, and that is okay. You're going to, with some strategy that we're going to get into in the next few weeks, but with some strategy and with some tools that we're going to be giving you over the next few weeks, you're going to be able to grow that list. Now, it's not going to go from zero to a thousand to 20,000 overnight, but that's okay. You can start small and you start adding those people one at a time. You start finding those, those people who are going to love what you're going to write. You're going to see some people who are going to fall off, who are going to unsubscribe. That's okay too, because all that means is they are not your audience. And you are going to begin building your target market list, the list that wants to hear from you. So we're just going to put that out there. Just embrace <laughs> the fact that the first people on your list are going to be friends, family, loved ones. Yeah. Hopefully your mom, if she's still with you, that's okay. And that you're going to have people who are going to come on your list and then they're going to float off your list. They're going to unsubscribe. That's okay. Let them go. You're going to find your people and we're going to help you do it over the next few weeks. Yeah. And but, so let's talk about what are some of the best email services to use. Yeah. Now, we will get more in-depth into these. We want, we want to have a month here where we're just talking about email marketing because we think this is so important. And we're going to help you build your email list from scratch through some of the resources we're going to have and the things we're going to be talking about. Okay. But we, you need to know what service can you sign up for. And as we already said, you don't want to use your Gmail account. You don't want to use your iCloud account. You don't want to use something like that. You want to use an actual email service. And the good news is some of these are free to start off with. So that you can try them out, test them out, even use them for a while. And they may meet your needs for a while before you ever have to pay a dime. Now, we're not going to get real in-depth today. We just want to give an overview, right. right? Yes. And we're going to talk about the three. What yep. are the three favorites that you have or the three most popular that we know that people use? Chris, yep. help us out here. Okay. One of the most popular ones that people use is MailChimp. Now, I do not recommend MailChimp anymore. MailChimp used to be a juggernaut in the industry where everyone wanted to do MailChimp because it worked with everything and it still does work with everything. But this last year, they changed their plans and they made it to where it's really just not all that viable to go with MailChimp anymore. For instance, they are now free up to 500 subscribers. So you can try it. You can see if you like it. But with those 500 subscribers, they only let you send five emails a month. You cannot schedule, you cannot do automations. There's not a whole lot you can do. So you can pretty much get in just enough to see what it's like. And then after that month, you're gonna, or after that time, after you get above 500 or you wanna get more serious about it, the lowest plan is gonna be $25 a month. So if they only just let you peek into the service and then they charge charging you a lot. Now, if you're someone who has been with MailChimp for years, maybe because you signed up years ago, that's okay. You can go ahead and use it, but 
you can actually move from one email service to another really easy. Maybe we'll talk about that on one of the future episodes because moving, a lot of people get really nervous about moving their email service and it's way easier than you think it is. It's not that difficult and you won't lose any of the traction you've got. And so I don't recommend MailChimp anymore, though you'll see it out there a lot on the internet because it was really big for a while. But it's in the vein of things like Constant Contact and some of those other services that maybe you've heard about because they've had a lot of news stories about them or that sort of thing, or they've done a lot of advertising, but they're really not, there's not as much value and they're not as easy to use as some of these other services that we highly recommend today. So can speak to the MailChimp. I do use it with one of my clients. And one thing that I noticed about it that I thought was my client had the free account. Yeah. And then we could not schedule. But then in order to, I had to actually go up two levels with that client because I could schedule on, at the first level that you start paying, you could schedule the day. You could not schedule the time. Yeah. To schedule the time, I had to go up to the second tier on the, of payment on that. And I just thought, and then even then, it's only, I can choose the hour I could choose straight up hour. I could choose at the 15 minute mark, the 30 minute mark, or the 45 minute mark. And sometimes you want something to feel a little more organic so that even if you schedule it, you're not sending it straight up at nine o'clock in the morning. You're mm. sending it at 9.05. But I didn't have that option with it. And that's that was really, I thought, oh, okay, I don't think that takes that much programming for me to have the uh, option of being able to schedule it the minute no, like that. They're nickel and diming you. In fact, mm-hmm. some of these services have become so smart that they can actually send out your emails at what they know is the optimal time for your audience based on when they've opened emails in the past. Mm-hmm. They can get really smart and they don't cost much more than what MailChimp is. In fact, they may cost less than what MailChimp is charging. So that's why we don't recommend MailChimp anymore. Yeah. Now, There's the one we recommend the most. Let's talk about that one next. And it is called MailerLite. MailerLite is a really fantastic service. I've been using it with a lot of my clients because it is very easy to use. I've not found another service that I find easier to use. And they give you up to a thousand subscribers you can have for free. And you can send up to 12 emails a month to a thousand people without any charge. So if you're wanting to jump into this, MailerLite is the place to start. And they also let you have scheduling in that and automations in that. That's why it's so powerful and it's really good for that. Plus, get this, when they start charging you, when you get over a thousand subscribers, it's going to be as low as $9 a month. So not very expensive at all. If you get up to 5,000 subscribers, you'll be paying as much as you would be with MailChimp. For only 501 subscribers, about $30 a month. We really like MailerLite, but MailerLite is great because, like I said, they've got the automations in there. So where you can send those multiple emails in multiple days in a row. And then you can also do scheduling where you can say, okay, I want to send this out a specific time, specific day. And you can tag people, create what they call segments so that you can say, these are the people who like my romance books, but these are the ones who like my children's books. So you can email different groups of people at different times. Yeah, that's fantastic. And also when people are talking about scheduling, they're talking about 12 emails a month. And you might be listening to that thinking, can't imagine when I would ever send 12 emails in a month. But you know what? When you do a new release, 
when your book is coming out or when you're doing a sale on your book, you might be sending one or two emails every day for several days leading up to that. You may be mm -hmm. doing emails leading up that are pre-sale before you actually launch your book. So there's a lot of other strategies that you can include or that you can start thinking about using when you have this kind of freedom to send multiple emails yes. in a month. Or if you've got multiple groups of people that you send things to, talked about the romance, the people who read your romances and the people who read your children's books. If you sent one email to each of them a week, that's two emails a week. So then you're at eight a month already just from those two groups. And so it, it can add up quickly. So it's nice not to have as many restrictions. Gina and I usually send one email a week. We try not to bombard anyone with emails. So you'll usually get a four emails from us a month, sometimes a little less, sometimes a little more, but four is a pretty good general rule. We have started segmenting. We have started yes. segmenting. We've got our general emails and then we've got, we're starting to do some emails and plan some emails strictly for our writing moments people, yes. which if you're not familiar with writing moments, definitely check it out. It's when we get together and we write with other author and other writers on Wednesdays at, at noon, noon central. So we're coming together, we have a short teaching, and then we have a writing that we do. And But we're starting to reach out to that group more often, and we're starting to be able to give them some benefits, some extra benefits just for being some of our subscribers. Yep. That is nice to know that we've got that kind of option and that kind of functionality with any email service that we use. Exactly. So that was MailerLite. So MailerLite, we really like, and we're going to put links to all these in the show notes. In fact, we have some affiliate links that give you special deals. If you click through, they're usually better, slightly better deals than what's offered on the website. So do use those links. And plus it helps support this podcast. So the third one is ConvertKit. So ConvertKit is what I would call the highest tier up. So you've got MailChimp, which is very kind of basic. You got MailerLite, which is really good middle of the road for most of us. And then ConvertKit if you want to get super duper fancy, okay? So they do, they can do really fancy automations, really fancy segmentations. Honestly, I think MailerLite can do almost everything ConvertKit can do. But ConvertKit's been around for a little while and a lot of authors really like it. So I do think it's worth mentioning. They do have a free tier up to 300 subscribers. So not nearly as generous as MailerLite. And that free tier does not include automation. So again, once you want to get into sending people like a welcome series, a group of emails, once they sign up, you're going to have to start paying for it. And they start at $30 a month. So they're the most expensive out of the three. MailChimp coming in second, and then MailerLite, the most affordable. So what I recommend you do is if you're wanting to get into this email thing, go ahead, click on the links and sign up for each one. Each one has a free tier. And then play around with it. See which one you like best. However, you don't want to mess around with all this. Just sign up for MailerLite. We find them to be the best, the most generous. You can have that free account as long as you want. So if you want to get it today and then say, I'm going to learn more about this over the next month from Chris and Gina and other places. And then eventually I'm going to start putting stuff into it. That's totally okay. There's, there's nothing that says you have to do something with it right away. But it's really great. Even if you just have a simple website where you want to, for instance, deliver a, we've talked about lead magnets, right? It's something that people will receive from you in exchange for you getting their email. If you want to deliver like a PDF or something, MailerLite can help you do that. They even have landing pages and that sort of thing built in that you can use 
to where people can download your PDF and then go ahead and subscribe to your list, which is pretty cool. Yes. And we're going to get more into this. Like I, yes. we've mentioned it several times through this podcast, but really hang with us for about the next six weeks. We are mm -hmm. going to really be doing a deep dive into email marketing and into email services and what you can do as an author. We really want to yeah. help you. We'd love to see you put this into practice and really see that success. And even if you say, I don't have my book written, that's okay. If you have a blog, if you have, I don't know, social media that you're using and you're, that's where you're reaching your people, you can still start collecting names. And we're going to probably talk about lead magnets and what yes. that can look like. We've talked about it before, but we're going to talk about it again because we want everybody within the sound of our voice to put this into practice and to start building that audience and building that marketing machine that we know that as an author, as a writer, that you need and that you can absolutely have. Yeah, yeah. And you'll be able to get into a rhythm with this where you're doing this every week. And we have some special resources. In fact, one of them, I think, is our best kept mm -hmm. secret, how we get emails written every week and have our strategy completed and get those things out. We're going to be sharing that with you on a future episode. And I think you're really going to get one uh, yes. because it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's very cool. I'm not going to give any more away. I could talk. I could it's start going. But definitely come back next week and hang with us for this email, this series when we get into email marketing yeah. for writers and authors. Yeah, yeah. And then I think the other thing we're going to start doing this month is we're going to start putting together some emails for you guys. So if you decide to sign up for one of these services, you will have how-to videos on how you as an author can set up your email program up to your app, get that welcome series set up, get the, get everything sent out. And that's going to be really cool. Yeah, Chris has been working hard on this because yeah. we realized he, he said every zoom meeting that I'm in, when there's a group of writers or authors there, email marketing is one of the main questions, <laughs> one of the main subjects that everybody is trying to figure out how to make it work. And so because we have somebody who has an amazing superpower here of not only is Chris a fantastic writer, not only does he have a background in marketing and in digital marketing, but he also is a fantastic teacher. And so he's going to bring, and he loves tech. So he's bringing all that together for the writing community to help them grow and build their business, their writing business. We will demystify all of this email stuff mm -hmm. for you. And uh, I think you can look forward to having a very strong start with your whole email strategy very soon here. So thank you so much for listening to Writing Momentum podcast today. We hope that you enjoyed that. We hope that you're looking forward to learning about email. If there's a specific question you have about emails and email marketing, Go ahead and write to us. Go ahead, go to writingmomentum.com and you'll see there's a little chat button there at the bottom and you can send us a message and that'll come right to our inbox. Let us know what you think about the podcast. You can also rate, review, subscribe so you don't miss one of these upcoming episodes and share it with others. And I think that uh, you'll find that a good thing. And I also wanted to say, if there's something on your email, if you use one of these services that we've talked about today, MailChimp, Light, ConvertKit, if you have used one of those and there's something that you're like, I just cannot figure out how to do this, yeah. send us that question. Chris is really good at finding the answer to those things. Usually by the time the rest of us have even wrapped our heads around it, he's already figured out the answer. Yeah, I can't create a video for you. I'll prioritize your questions and create a video just for you. Yeah. How about that? Thank you. We hope that you enjoyed this. And uh, we always like doing this because we know that alone, it's a lot 
more difficult, but together, what, Gina? We have riding momentum. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Maselli. Don't forget to subscribe and get the show notes at writingmomentum.com backslash podcast. Until next time, we hope that you have writing momentum.